0: Hey guys, welcome back to Talks with Maria. In episode number 67, we are talking about how to fuck the haters and not worry about anybody's terrible opinions about you and still do your passion and follow your heart. Please remember to check out my mommy blog, talkswithmaria.com, and the Boss Mom Mentality available on Amazon. Let's begin. One of the most interesting things that I have encountered so far as I've come out as a writer and you know I've known that I've been wanting to be or have always had a passion for writing since I was about 12 years old when I would write down lyrics to music and Uh, I started just journaling all the time, just journaling about whatever was going on in my life. Um, Then it turned into goal setting. And then I noticed as I was writing my goals, my goals would fruition. So I've always had a thing for writing and I never knew exactly how to put that into reality for me, like how would I write? What would I write about? What, um, Who would my audience be? And what if I'm not even qualified to be a writer? And what if people don't accept my writing and that I get criticized and rejected? And all of my life, I have fought this passion for writing. And I've always known that writing for me was huge, right? Clearly, in short. And now that I am 33 years old, now that, you know, life is a little bit more, um, it's it's less dramatic in terms of so many people and just being connected to different people like my social network has dramatically decreased by 99% meaning I don't hang out with anyone I only hang out with my children and my partner and you know from time to time I'll see some family but it is not a priority for me to kick it with people um And I have to say, it is so much more peaceful that way. And it's really allowed me to look at my passion and look internally uh, to see what can I come up with to address some sort of article or maybe write a book, whatever it may be, right? So now that I've come out as a closet writer, I've come out and and I've recently come out as a writer to my network, meaning on Instagram and on Facebook, and I talk about it with people. People know about it. Um, It's interesting the support I get, and then also the non-support I get. Because there's actually, I was listening to Robert Greene's newest book titled, um, The laws of human nature and he mentioned something where when you come out with your talent when you come out with what you do what you love when you come out with it people there's gonna be a group of people that will arouse it's gonna arouse envy jealousy you know non-support when you come out with your talent, or what you love to do, because it creates insecurity in them. And surprisingly, that's what I've been fearing, is that I don't want people to have any kind of negative vibes with me because all of a sudden I want to write a book or all of a sudden I'm this author or all of a sudden I have a self-published book and I have a second one. I just, I care so much about what other people think for the longest time that I did not want to ruffle up any feathers. So as a 33 year old, I'm telling everyone who is younger or older than me or who are the same age as I am to come out with your talent anyway. And who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if people are gonna judge you for it or are going to criticize what you're doing and maybe even talk crap about you behind your back or make comments, you know, under ghost accounts. Who gives a fuck? Because now that I've owned who I am, which is, I'm a writer, I love to write. I just absolutely love to connect with people through words. Now that I've come up with it and it's been, come out with it, it's been about A month and a half you guys a month and a half of coming out as a an author as a writer coming out with my passion and only now do I feel so happy about actually sharing it with people and actually like posting um, you know stories capturing the process of writing my book and how many edits I've had to make and revisions and, and then shared like changing the cover of my book with two of my best friends. And it's really cool that people are actually participating in this passion project that I have, right? And it's a passion project because essentially, my passion is motherhood and personal development and writing. And it's really, really interesting that even though you're doing something so cool and so just, not normal, even though people are gonna figure out a way to throw shade at you or be silent about it. It's interesting how the people that I spend most of my day with have not said a word about it to me. It really makes me question their support. It makes me question their integrity. It makes me question their perception of me and whether you know they actually like me as a person it really makes me just kind of like ah oh, I can't believe that people's colors are really shining you know in this moment and it just really highlights the fact that people are fake as fuck they're fake as fuck they smile in your face And then when they see some shit on Instagram or Facebook, they don't even acknowledge it, but they'll acknowledge if you like fail, they'll acknowledge when you're on the ground and you're crying. But when you're in your high and things are amazing or you're into some amazing shit, nobody acknowledges it. And it really, it really shows people's intentions with you. And that's essentially what I've realized and have noticed as I've come out as a author, as a writer, as an indie author, self-published author, whatever the fuck, right? And I guess it takes practice to just kind of develop a strong sense of your identity or my identity and my passion and have a strong sense of you know what? Fuck you guys. Like I don't give a fuck cuz I feel so good and I feel so profound and so there's such meaningful work behind all of this that even if maybe 20% of my social media doesn't like it and they think that it's a load of crap and that I'm not qualified to write a book or whatever It doesn't matter to me because I'm still gonna do it and I'm still gonna share with people who appreciate it and if they don't then they don't and it took me so long you guys to actually come around to just owning that and just owning and accepting the fact that most people will probably not like your shit but there's gonna be a sliver of people that will and it's those sliver of people that you need to write to and write about or, you know, have that as your audience. And that's okay. Um, It took a lot of maturity and growing and it took me to isolate myself in terms of my social network because I think when I, when, you know, there was a time where I was so worried about just being accepted and approved and just wanting, people to like me and like what I do and whatever, that I was afraid that I wasn't good enough as a writer. You know, most people probably won't like this and that I might be in the category of like weird or category of like, I don't like you category. And I did not want to be in that category. I wanted to be the liked person. And now that I've, you know, isolated myself as a person and just had, have my priorities with my family, I've really been able to, um, hone in on what I love and hone in on what my passion is. And then also hone in on how that all looks like, you know, the boss mom came up, the boss mom mentality was born with my first post on selfimproveddaily.com. And selfimproveddaily.com was my first website where I just wrote about um, personal growth and womanhood and parenthood and mother life, motherhood life, all of that. And I transferred that website to talkswithmaria.com on WordPress because it's just so much better functionality-wise because the original website was on Blogger. But now that I have it on TalksWithMaria.com, when I was transferring all of those posts, I noticed that they all were in the realm of improving ourselves as women, as moms. And I wanted to kind of weave them together as a whole book. So I had about 25 to 30 posts Uh, All under self-improvement for mothers, motherhood, and self-care. And I started just separating them in categories. And then I noticed that there were three categories that I wrote about, which is the beginning stage of motherhood, where you mentally prepare for motherhood. And then there's the third phase of motherhood, where you work on your internal self. And then third phase which is the fun phase and it's all about self care, taking care of yourself, balancing it all um, and giving time to yourself and Those three sections make up 15 principles and they make up the boss mom mentality. So that's how the boss mom mentality came about. I didn't really just start writing about the boss mom mentality, I just happened to write it in posts, in blog posts on my um, blog. And that's, and then eventually I started weaving them all together, you know, beefing up different sections, adding things to different sections, and then made it all a book. So the, the journey of writing this book has been very, extremely rewarding to me. And the point of this is to encourage you to do what you want to do. Like, fuck everybody else. I was even... You know, I've been blessed to inspire other people. In fact, I saw one of my old friends from high school. She was in town from Seattle and she had her whole family here. One of her oldest kids is about like 16 or 17, 16 or 17 years old and she's a writer and she doesn't know what to write about and she doesn't know what platform to write on. She just doesn't know how to approach this passion she has. And I gave her some ideas and I told her my journey, how I was a closet writer and I hid it for so long and I just finally came out literally a month ago because I was afraid of rejection and I was afraid of not being good enough and I was afraid of not being worthy enough to receive whatever the heck is gonna happen if I came out as a writer. And I told her to avoid this from happening, fine tune your writing skills now. You know, write all write all the time, post it on different places. You can even create ghost accounts and just see like what kind of response you get. Um, and over time, your skill of writing will get sharpened. Um, and then who knows the following you're gonna create while you're doing it. So. I encouraged her to, you know, dig deep into that and don't ever let it go and don't ever ignore it. Um, And I also told her that, you know, I've actually attempted to write twice in the past, writing a blog in the past because writing is essentially, you know, a thing for me. And this third time I haven't given up and I'm finally publishing a book on Amazon and I can't believe that it took me this long, but it's better late than never. And I was just telling her that the regret I have is that I wish I honed in on it earlier in my years and that she should totally just devote most of her time to sharpening her skills, networking in the industry, um, and then, you know, And then she kind of just shied away because I was kind of being too forceful Um, or just kind of too pushy. Or, you know, you know how that goes where you're like that aunt that's like, just do it, do it, do it. Well, that was me. And then I was talking to one of my favorite coworkers. We were in the elevator and she was telling me, like, I really want to cook. Like, I think that I might actually do some sort of like catering job and see if like organizations will hire me to feed the company or something like that and I was like no way like I've known her for so long I've known her even before I, I had babies and never once did she ever tell me her passion was cooking and making dishes and putting things together that just was so delicious you know I've never heard that from her and only now is she telling me all of this. And I don't know if she was inspired to come out with it because of this book I've been writing and the, the journey that I've shared with her throughout my time of just being a content creator and a podcaster and a YouTuber and a blogger. And now I'm an author. Like, I, I don't know if that's inspired her to tell me that she wants to cook and she wants to cre- be like a chef, a famous chef one day. But it was really, it was really inspiring to me because that showed me that I'm inspiring people to think about what they love and what they like to do and what could they give to the community and the people around them that can really create an impact. And ultimately, that I think is what is a meaningful life, you know, someone who is true to themselves, true with their work, authentic with what they give to the community and have it a, a connection with your art. You know, when you have that connection with your art, things are just so much the, like the light, the colors of your world just really shine. You know, the blues are so much more bluer. The reds are so much more red and... The highlights of everything is just so much more magical when you step into your passion and and your heart and what you love to do. So I encourage you to fuck those haters because that's what I did. And it took me, guys, it took me 30, 32 plus years to get the courage and balls to do it. And I feel amazing. And if you are younger and older or my age do it figure it out you can do it you know if you want to secretly just do it on the side like I did I did it secretly for about a year and a half and then I came out with a book and told everyone about it do that that's cool too whatever it looks like just do like start creating things now start putting putting things in action You know, start writing, start drawing, start singing, start inventing, whatever the hell that makes your heart sing and sets your soul on fire. Just do it. So that is it for my episode today. I hope that this was inspiring and I will be back with more Talks with Maria. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to subscribe, like, and share. If you have any questions or collaboration requests, please send a message to Maria at talkswithmaria.com.